What's up, people? We're going no intro song today just because, man, we didn't do an intro song the first time we did this, uh, one of these episodes about my friend Armani. Um, at least I don't think we did. I think we just got right to it. Yeah, we just got right to it, man. Uh, no cool, feel-good intro music. I mean, we should be feeling good. We got a lot of blessings in our lives and whatnot, but today we're just talking about something a little heavy, and I don't know. I don't feel like working around the intro and making up some intro and whatnot, so... Uh, this is something I wrote, man. Uh, I wanted to share it with y'all. Uh, there's a lot of words that are being thrown around on Facebook about my boy Armani. Uh, Kelly put up a video last night that was just super heavy, and um, this day kind of crept up on me, man. I knew it was coming, but it got here before I was ready for it. Uh, so we wrote an episode about it, man, and I hope you enjoy it. So I'm going to try to stay what I wrote, but you guys know me, uh, so there might be some additions to the material uh this episode had to be made it wasn't planned but it had to be made this is the one-year anniversary week of Armani's whitewater rafting incident that somehow transpired to his death and today is actually the 27th and this is the exact day it happened and I remember getting the call or the messages from Kelly and then I called her and it was just the worst morning ever I tried to go to work couldn't even go or I was there and then I just kept thinking about I was not myself. And I was like, man, I have to leave. I don't even know why I went to work. It was one of those things where you're like trying to just stay busy and try to stay in your thing. So you're not, you don't stop and think about it. And I went and then luckily I got to go home after. And I prayed for him on the phone with Kelly with the phone on his chest in the ICU. And man, it was just, it was so heavy. And so here we are. What a year, the year mark. And yeah, it was one of the hardest four weeks of my life that I've ever experienced. It changed everything for me. Uh, it destroyed me, but it brought me closer to Christ at the same time. It broke me, but somehow the Lord made me feel full during it. And I, I felt full because I knew where he was going. I knew Armani was loved by the Lord, and something I received today confirmed that deeply within me. Of, man, this dude like went out doing what he loves, but also, like, he, dude, like, Oh, Kelly sent me the last two pictures of him alive. And I'm hoping I asked her if, if I can use it for this episode and whatnot to uh, get people to know that there's an episode about him. And man, he is just smiling bigger than you could ever imagine. And he's having the time of his life with the woman he was going to marry a few weeks later. The dude was loved by the Lord. The same time that Kelly would have spent celebrating love and marriage, she spent grieving in his death right and it's just it's so heavy every time i think about that she's one of the strongest women i know and she deserves blessings flowers and treasures uh in heaven for sure so seeing those pictures man it made my day i sent them to my wife i sent them to my friends mikey and olivier and i was like man just look how much just look at our best friend and how he went out you know and Man, he was just so loved by the Lord, and uh, he, he brought us all closer to the Lord, man. We were praying before his uh, celebration of life in the car, just us three men, <laughs> Malachi and Catherine, and uh, it was really special. We were setting up his table. That was one of my heaviest memories of, like, <laughs> we went from, like, having fun on a cruise to, like, And during my, my life, uh, during the time of my life when uh, this was all happening, I sound ugly when I cry. <laughs> oh, I hate it. But it is what it is, man, uh, with the emotions. They're going to be felt in this episode. Uh, during the time of my life when this was all happening, 
I was writing a lot, right? And I felt like that was the way I was able to cope with everything and also bring people closer to God through it and just speak to my people, man, because I was gone, man. I'm in Texas and all everybody that loves him is in Florida for the most part, right? I mean, people love him all over the world, Panama, Puerto Rico, uh, United States, Oklahoma, so many places he's got loved ones, man. And uh, you should have seen his funeral. If, I mean, a lot of y'all did see his funeral, man. It was packed. Like there was not a seat in the house at a huge Catholic church in the middle of COVID. Like, buddy was loved, man. I, and my dad even said, man, I can't believe how many people are here. Man, I can't even imagine this many people being at my funeral, you know? And, like, it was just, it's heavy, man. It's so heavy. Uh, but he was so loved. That's my point of this. It's heavy, but he was loved, right? And I just remember writing these episodes about, I think I wrote about four to five episodes that were centered around Armani and Jesus during that time. And the people that love this show love my friend because of those episodes and because of them knowing who he is through through the story and the GoFundMe and all that stuff like that. And the people that love Jesus love Armani. Like I was having so many people that love Jesus pray for my friend from Joe McGregor in South Carolina, uh, checking in, asking how he's doing, to my buddy Jeff in Michigan, to my buddy Garrett, and uh, he was living in Alabama at the time, I think. And uh, we were, we were my, my son's mom, we were all praying for him. We were just all hands on deck in prayer for the whole week he was in the ICU. We even went to a Let Us Worship concert with uh, Sean Foote. Uh, and you guys see how big he's blown up and he's like doing stuff in Washington now. We went to one of his worship nights in the, that was free that was actually in Texas, like at this park, uh, in Trinity Park in Fort Worth. And we were able to just you know, lift his name up in prayer and just God was like entering the room and entering our hearts and the celebration of life and the funeral. When Kelly spoke, man, there was just the spirit. The Holy Spirit is undeniable. And we, we, we saw that and we experienced that in real time during a very low situation and time in our lives. And it's just crazy how many people came closer to God during that time. And I ask you, those that are listening to this show that was listening back then and that got closer to the Lord, are y'all backsliding? Are y'all getting back in the world? Are, are you trying to get closer to the word? All right, and I ask you that because I know how it is. I know what happens when we backslide, and I know what happens when we detach ourselves from God to get us through this life. You know, it's like we need to be closer to God to get us through this life, not just for things like this when our money passes away or when we're grieving or when we're thinking about him or when we're just our hearts are heavy for him. Like we need to do everything in our power to get closer to the Lord because that's how we feel closer to our money because we know where he's at. He's an angel. He was an angel when he was here, and I will forever feel something when I hear his name or when I see his face. His pictures live on, and so does his name. His name was uh, actually broadcasted at the Tampa Bay Rays Stadium this past week. His name is on bricks in downtown Tampa. His name is on bricks at the church that his family goes to. His name will forever live on. Armani Josue Francisco Alisea. <laughs> and Buddy had a million names. I don't even know if those are his middle names for sure because he had so many of them. I think Castillo was in there too or something. Or maybe that was just an old Outback joke that I had with my friend Alec where he'd be like, Armani Alisea, Castillo, Fernand Francisco. <laughs> you know, he would just... He would make fun of Armani, but that was that was our boy, man. Me and Alec had a great relationship and rapport with Armani. We had a little season where we were always hanging out and going to the gym. And, man, I just miss my dog. I know Alec misses him. I know so many people miss him, man. And just, just writing about him makes me miss him even more. It really does. But, man, the thought I, has to, I have to write about him because I'm thinking about him. That's how I get it out. 
And guys, he was so supportive, man. I miss telling him good news. Like so much good news is happening. And I miss just being like calling my dog or Marco Poloing him or Instagram messaging or even on Twitter, anything, man. I just miss him because he was the friend. He was so supportive. He was the friend that you would call whenever you got good news. And he was always all hands on deck with encouragement and even generosity. Like if he would have found out about this office space, he would have sent me a dope poster for the office and been like, hey, yo, Ziggy, keep killing it, man. You know, I got you, Armani, <laughs> you know, and uh, you can see the behind me. I'm doing a little video right now. I probably I don't know if I'm going to release the video part of this just because I look very sad and I am. But uh, behind me is the Michael Jordan poster in my studio in my office space. And he gave me this poster, man. When we moved in together, he came up in my room and he's like, hey, bro, you like Jordan, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, you want this? I was like, yeah, bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's the shot on a poster. Like, it's so sick. And it's just so, he's just like, and that's, how, that's his heart, man. He's giving me my wallet. Like, the wallet that I've had for, like, the last five years. And I don't use a wallet a lot. I usually just use my phone and, and like, a couple cards and stuff like that. But my wallet, man, the one that I got that I keep all everything else in, you know, he gave me that just just for the heck of it because I liked his. And he was like, oh, I got an extra one. And he gave me the bigger one. Like, dude was just so stinking generous. And there's so many examples like that. Noah has hockey jerseys from him. I have uh, I have so many things that, are, that, that were just gifted to me by him. And it's just so crazy when you get to see it, like the shirts or the hats. And you're like, oh, this is from Buddy. This is from Armani. You know, and it's like his name lives on, man. Just his generosity keeps his name alive too, you know. And that's what's so cool about people that are good at giving gifts and whatnot, and I'm not good at that, so um, I could definitely work on that. I am not a very, like, gifty kind of dude. Um, anyway, I need to improve on that because we got to be like Armani, right? What would Armani do? He really did, like, he was just so supportive, man, and he, he was there all the time for me through the highs and the lows and then just uh, – the ugly seasons and then the good seasons and then the man he was just there and and I lost that friend I, I write best man speeches all the time and I think about him <laughs> sucks but it's also cool because that's why your boy killing it because I just think about Armani <laughs> and all my best friends man I got good people in my life but I just miss my dog <laughs> but yeah man I truly lost one of the few people in my life that I really walk with, that I really rock with and walk with. I like that. Hey, let's run that back. I lost one of the few people in my life that I really walk with and rock with. And I was close to him, man. And I have a hard time being close to people. I always hit people as soon as they get close. I hit people with the MJ fadeaway. Hey, I'll see you in a little bit. Not today, though. I got stuff to do. But not him, man. I went in the paint with Armani. We got real so many times about life and just everything, man. We spoke. We engaged. We talked. We connected. We shared things. I mean, I did. He listened, you know? <laughs> he was my big brother, man. Who and, and he truly always treated me like I was his little brother. You know, he didn't make me feel less than at all. He just made me feel like the little brother, you know? It's funny because I'm the little brother, even though I'm super beefy. Like, he would always make me play goalie. <laughs> I don't even like soccer, but I play soccer because I love Armani. 
See, I'm in Kelly, man, Kelly Drake. She made a video last night that broke my heart in a million pieces and had me boo-hoo crying in front of my kids in the, like right after dinner. <laughs> Catherine was playing it on her phone. Uh, she was like, oh, babe. And I, was, and I like took a minute to like come see what she was talking about. And then I just tuned in to like, I don't know, I must have missed like the first 15 seconds of it. Then I just tuned in. And I wanted her to just like restart it, but I just kept watching what she was watching. And dang. Yeah, Malachi has never seen me cry like that. And he was, like, coming up to me and, like, Dad, Dad, you okay? You know, like, it was so sweet because he, he's two and he's he talks a little bit, but not, like, enough to, like, you know, come check check in, check in, you know. But he came and checked in. It was super sweet. Uh, Noah actually sees me cry all the time. Uh, he's used to it. But even he was taken back a little bit by it. And he, he watched the video and he felt his own emotions because he had his own relationship with Armani. We all used to live at the same house. Um, Noah had a room right across from Armani and, uh, Armani just loved him, man. Got him gifts and stuff like that all the time. Got him Jordan jerseys, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, was it Tom Brady? No, he got him like, uh, Michael Jordan stuff. And then the hockey jerseys I was telling you about. And then some other things just here and there, he would randomly see and get for him. It was super sweet. So, and then when, uh, Armani died, Noah wasn't actually with me. He just went back after summer and I wasn't going to see him till like December. You know, so I wasn't able to be with Noah when Armani died, and I wasn't able to, like, see how Noah responded to it. I know he was upset and he cried, but I wasn't able to, like, be there for him and, like, go through it with him together, you know. So it was interesting seeing his own little reaction to it last night when he saw the video. So, yeah, man, it was tough during that season, guys. I didn't have my boy Armani, and he was, like, you know, going through it on life support. and um, And then, of course, he passed, like, six days after that. Uh, they, they called it and, um, I didn't have my best friend or I didn't, and I didn't have like my, my best friend Noah in that moment. And luckily my wife was, was my rock during that time. And, and so was the Lord. And, uh, of course, Olivia and Mikey, we were all just, you know, uh, bonding and, jo and George was awesome in that season. So many people were awesome in that season of life, man, from my parents just helping me out and like dropping stuff off for them. And, so many people just putting their hands on deck and just praying for him and just seeing what they can do and contributing to the GoFundMe, sharing the podcast about him and just so many things, man. We're all very heavy, heavy in that season. And I'm very grateful for a lot of people around that time period because it really helped me get through it as well. You know, people were coming up to me, showing me love at the uh, celebration of life for the podcast and stuff like that because I was helping them get through it by talking about him. But in reality, it's like, it goes both ways. Y'all were helping me just as much as I was helping y'all. So I truly appreciate everybody listening and just being encouraging during that time. And uh, it was it was quite uh, it was quite heavy. And um, so the video, man, the video last night. Let me say that one more time, just because somebody's probably gonna go find it, and you should, because it's so special. You can see how in love he and Kelly were, and you can just see how much love he had for his daughter, and you can just see the joy and the smiles. And gosh, it was so heavy, and it was paired alongside a song that was equally as heavy. And I'm gonna be honest, we watched it twice, and we cried the whole time. <laughs> Definitely me. Um, my wife tried to stay strong for us all. But even she was getting beat up in the heart about it. So I miss him, man. We all do. I know Kelly does. I know George, Chris, Mike, Lee, Danny, Olivier, Mikey, Tina, Mallory, Gigi, Daisy, Paco, Fran. And we're all in constant communication of how much we miss our boy. You know, and I, I want to talk to them all the time about him. You know, it's like 
I, I can't wait to have something that's like a celebration of his life or remembrance of him or something like that in Florida. And I know they're doing something at his funeral or excuse me, at his uh, gravestone, uh, which looks beautiful. It's a beautiful bench that has like flowers and birds and just his picture and his face looking all handsome. It's beautiful. It's at uh, Serenity Meadows if you ever want to go uh, spend some time with him there. And uh, I know they're having something for him in October, like on a Friday night. And uh, the guys are going to go out there and just, you know, tell stories and hang out with him. So I wish I was there. Uh, me and my wife aren't able to make the trip out there during the season. Uh, but we, you know, we can't wait till the next time we can all link up, you know. So let's make that happen. Somebody organize it and we there. Um, yeah, man, we're all we're all dropping DMs. <laughs> with each other every so often just reminding each other how special Armani really was in our lives and like if I see Fran put up anything about him or Kelly put up anything about him it's like oh that makes my day because I want to see him all the time you know and I want to see his memories through other people you know I want to see what he was like when I wasn't there you know it's like my memories are great but I'd love to see I'd love to see him I, I, I still have so much to learn about him man and know about him you know and I love being able to like still see that through through um posthumous you know and my dog deserves to be on a t-shirt, you know what I mean? And I'm I'm truly just blessed to be a part of his heart and his legacy. And it's so crazy if you guys are aware of this. I don't know if uh, a lot of you are, but he, uh, he was an organ donor. Uh, and he ended up saving like four different lives or like three different lives and four different with four different organs. And um, it was just truly special, man. Young, old, like just people that he really, his body touched families, you know, and like, healed people you know he has the spirit of jesus all in him man and we spent so much time together as friends for so many seasons of our lives and and i do it all over again seriously he made my early 20s so good so many good times and uh from roasting each other for no reason <laughs> roasting each other for no reason at all other than just because you're next to me dude <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna get these you're gonna get these jokes. You know, he supported me with stand up so much, man. He was always encouraging about that and was like he was the first one, him and Kelly were telling me outside. I think it was, you know, more so Armani was leaning in with the convo saying that he can see me just in front of big crowds and stuff like that. And he like really spoke that over my life and he gave me the confidence to go out there and do it, y'all. I, I don't know if I ever shared that with somebody. He was the one that was like, Yo, man, I can see you out there because we were uh we were having some fun on his patio. <laughs> I'll say that. We were having some fun on his patio or our patio. I think it was our patio. Yeah, it was our patio at the house. And uh, we were just talking, man. And I was making I was making everybody in the circle laugh. And he was just like, bro, you got to get on stage. And he got me on stage, man. And and I, uh, I'm i so glad I spent three years pursuing that because I got to experience big crowds, man. I got to experience like a packed club and a casino that was sold out where I got a steak meal voucher and paid and a hotel. What's good? Your boy was out here. Um, I mean, it, not too many things happened like that. That was awesome to be in a full house like that. And I headlined the show and that was so cool, you know. So uh, he really spoke that over my life and let that happen. And then tell me how the... Wow, you know what's crazy? I didn't even think about this. The like the 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 best set I've ever had was in Oklahoma at a casino. And tell me how that's where that's what transpired this whole episode is. Um, I'll tell you guys about it when it comes up on the little thing I wrote. But yo, I'm going to Oklahoma in a for October 12th for a concert that uh, that me and him. Man, you'll hear about it in a second. I, I want to jump ahead, but I don't want to jump ahead too much. I want to stay on track, but. Um, dude, Oklahoma, yeah, best show I've ever had, and it was so cool to kind of feel 
what he was talking about in that moment. You know, it's like I got that feeling that night in Oklahoma in a spot he used to live and uh, had a lot of love for. So super cool, man. Uh, just That just came to me right now. So that was a really cool moment. So I appreciate this episode for bringing that out of me. Um, and we would always, man, we, when we were hanging out, we would always bring up uh, something that the other one was like kind of embarrassed about, whether it be like a girl we talked to or just a decision that we made. And it would just be so funny to like bring something up randomly and he'd just be like, shut up, man. <laughs> shut up, boy. And then he would like, Armani would shove you or shove me uh, when I said something stupid, right? He would always do that because I say something stupid a lot. And he would always shake his head and like close his eyes with his long eyelashes, like covering over his eyeballs whenever uh, I embarrassed him in public. And we went everywhere in public together. He was like my friend that we we rode out together. You know, we were always in the car, always going somewhere, getting food, hitting the gym, talking to biddies, going to concerts. Like we were, we were next level, right? So um, I would always embarrass him in public because I'm always so bold and I always try to make people laugh or just um, I'm not afraid to call out somebody for like being rude, you know, especially because I'm vibes, baby, especially when I'm with Armani, we vibing. So if like you're trying to kill the vibe, I'm gonna let you know you're killing the vibe and I'm gonna embarrass you. But I'm also gonna embarrass Armani because he would never do something like that because he's so sweet. Right. And he would just laugh and keep his head down. And uh, he was he, he was a. Uh, he realized like it's, it's kind of like how my wife realizes it. He was stuck with me, right? <laughs> it's like in that moment, he took all the sacrifices that brings of being my friend when we go out, right? And uh, it's funny because we've already been uh, to war out in these streets, in the nightclubs, in the concerts where we've like, you know, we've gone into some altercations with people, you know, where <laughs> it just happens, you know, when you're young and dumb, right? So we would, uh, he would be knuckled up with me, man. He'd be ready to go. Not saying like we would ever provoke anything like that, but he was a ride or die, right? And uh, we would grab a drink anywhere and everywhere as long as it was a spot that we could talk at. You know, we used to go to the Rack a lot. And uh, the Rack was a place that a lot of the people that were from our high school and colleges would go to hang out. But we would always, you know, duck off and find a quiet spot just to chat. Uh, same with JF Kicks. We would always go to this like bar right up the street from Outback just so we could talk, man, not so we can drink. I mean, the drinks happened. All right, we we had some fun, <laughs> but the drinks were a bonus. We really went we really went for each other, and then we would uh, stop by Wawa and get food together after, or uh, we would just come back to our house and eat it. You know, I would always have like the same sandwich, and he would always roast me for getting the same thing. And then it's so cute, man. It's uh cute, uh, it's sweet. We went from crash. He <laughs> went from crashing on my couch at my apartment after parties to us keeping up with a four bedroom house and living together. We had a lawn, we had wood floors, we had nice bathrooms, we had a garage, like we were out here. Uh, we lived in, uh, in on Kings Road in Brandon, and uh, it was just so fun, man. We had a blast. We threw a huge housewarming party, like, oh my gosh, it was like a movie. People were dancing, having fun. There was a part, there was, it was such a big party that people were partying outside and inside. It was so nuts. We had a whole open living room floor plan. Oh, man, we're we're playing music. People were like dancing, dancing. It was so cool. And then uh, Armani took an awesome picture from that night where he like had like one of the selfie sticks and he put it up like towards the ceiling. And we all just got behind the picture and we took it and we were all just so happy and like loving on each other. There was no drama. I mean, this one girl named Natalie busted booty one time and she fell pretty hard. So that was funny, but it wasn't no drama. (laughs) You know, hopefully she don't get mad at me for saying that, but she ate it, yo. She hit the deck so hard. She fell down like a bag of potatoes at the grocery store. It was so crazy. 
but then the cops came. We were parking on people's lawn, BK. But by the time they came, we already had dinner. We already had food. We already had drinks and fun. And unfortunately, my wife was out of town at the time. Uh, and she was supportive, though. She let me have the party and wasn't, like, you know, griping about it or anything like that. She was she was super cool with it. So, And then we had another party that was pretty huge as well. We did his birthday parties there. We went, man, we just did everything together, man. We were, we did, um, yeah, we did the birthdays and even holidays together, New Year's. We went to his family's house for New Year's. I went to his brother-in-law's wedding. He'd been to my wedding. We went to Mallory's wedding together. We just did so much stuff together, man. We went to this girl Melissa's wedding. We were just like inseparable, man. We really were. It was just, it was really special. We were brothers, man. And I lost two brothers uh, that I never met. I don't know if you guys know that. One's name was Jason. One was Demetrius. Demetrius hit the hardest because I was alive at the time. And I lost my brother Armani. And I was actually super close to him. You know, the other two were, um, one was infant, one was at labor. Uh, and and this one, this one hit though. And this life, <laughs> this life sucks. If you look at it from the lens of man and emotion and, and, and heart and all that, right? But if you look at it from the lens of God, through God's word, it's beautiful. And few people will understand what I mean by that. I hope majority of the people that listen on this show, but few people will understand what that truly means. Because like, if you know the word and you've read the word and you've gotten lost in the sauce in the word and Jesus has entered the room and you've felt him right here and you've been hungry and thirsting for the word of God in your life when you sit down you don't want to be interrupted you don't want to do your earthly responsibilities you don't want to tune into entertainment or distractions or anything like that if you know then you know life is beautiful if you look at it from God's view because I was given the blessing I lost two brothers And I was given the blessing of knowing the difference between what it was like not having a brother to finding a brother. He was taken from me, but God revealed it to me all through Armani. Seriously, so much revelation about this life. And the next one came when Armani took his final breath. You know, this this year has been long. It's been a long year, guys. Since this happened... My life is so different. I got a life short tattoo on my leg that reminds me of that every single day. And I treat people different. I'm more focused on God. I am in a different place than I ever was a year before this happened. And don't get me wrong. I was on fire right before I, right before our money and this happened. But this brought me to the new level of being like, you've been through something and you still chose Christ. A storm came your way. And you still had faith that he was going to get you to the other side and you're going to see your dog again. The Jesus who resurrected and conquered death showed me what this life is all about and showed me what Armani's life and death was about. And so the reason this Armani episode all kind of transpired was because of this concert that I'm going to. All right. And also, I saw the video last night. So everything is just kind of pointing to Armani in this in this day that I had to make my day kind of revolve around this episode. All right. I was emotional earlier. I was worshiping. I was praying. I was making sure my people that I'm walking with are close to the Lord and know about uh, Armani's, you know, one year anniversary. And then I wrote this episode. I recorded this episode. And now I'm going to upload this episode just for the people that want to hear it the most, man, the people that are grieving and just remember Armani and just love the Lord. Right. 
So this all kind of transpired, though, also because of October was coming up. It's like the anniversary of everything. Uh, and on October 12th, I'm driving down to Oklahoma City. First time. To see one of me and Armani's favorite artists in the world. You know him. You love him. At least you know him and love him because of this show. Russ. My boy, Russ. What they want, what they want, what they want. Russ. I'll do it myself, Russ. Pull the trigger, Russ. Manifest, Russ. This dude is next level, all right? Armani and I have been Russ fans for such a long time now. And this is my first concert since Armani's passing. And guys, me and Armani have been to so many concerts together, all right? Our first time hanging, we went and saw Kendrick Lamar and Kanye West live in concert for Yeezus. <laughs> and this is where we bonded together, man. We we shared drinks. We had fun. We were you know, man, we were driving in the car. We were stopping at the at the, at the liquor store. And uh, we were riding out in his old Honda, you know, in his blue Honda. I was one of the only people that drove in his, his previous car before his Acura. You know, shout out to the blue Honda. And um, from then on, man, we were just bonding, going to concerts. We were, we were buddies, man. We just became best friends so fast. Like from that very concert, we were off and running, right? We saw Drake. We saw Bryson Tiller, we saw g Easy, Carnage, Oliver Heldens, Logic a couple times, and I believe we even saw Justin Bieber, all right? <laughs> and I'm sure I'm forgetting even a few because we went to so many, and we just had so much fun together at these events, and this concert is around the same time as the one-year anniversary of his death and funeral, and it is such a way to remember Armani and celebrate him and just bring him with me there, and I'm so freaking pump guys you have no idea can't wait <laughs> like i'm enjoying my life right now so i'm trying not to rush it but yo i am so pumped <laughs> and i just want to feel his presence man i want to feel the lord's presence i want to feel armani's presence i'm I'm not gonna be drinking at the concert or anything like that i mean i should because we used to but <laughs> you know i'm gonna just hold it down and just want i'm gonna let the spirit in you know and I hope I enjoy the concert the way I used to enjoy them with my brother. And when I say I'm not going to drink at the concert, that's because I don't want to buy anything there because it's expensive. So I'll probably have a drink at dinner or something beforehand. So if you see me on my Instagram with a drink in my hand, don't be like, you said you weren't going to drink. I'm like, bruh, I'm going to have a cocktail at dinner. Come on now. <laughs> uh, people that are like, you know, really in their religion are like, oh, my gosh, this is a Jesus podcast. And he said he's going to have a drink. How dare he? <laughs> One of my best memories of talking to somebody that's really rocking with Jesus is they said that they knew that they were in the wrong spot of a church when they went to like a, a gathering at somebody's house and somebody was like had beer out or whatever. And then they went to go take a picture and this dude like did everything in his power to hide his beer from the picture. And it's like, I understand you don't want to, you know, have a like a bad look like you're, you know, getting sloppy. But then again, it's like, bro, like ball out. Like you're allowed to have a drink. There is nothing in the Bible that says do not have a drink. Yeah, don't get drunk and be stupid and act wicked. But sip on that, sip on the brew, bruh. You're all right. You're going to a concert. You can have a beer at a concert. I don't know, man. I don't believe in legalism. I believe in Jesus. So, yeah, man, I just want to feel Armani's presence, and I hope I can enjoy the concert the way I used to enjoy them with my brother. And I think I will. I'm so, I'm so pumped. So it's a huge deal for me to go to this concert because, dude, you guys know how much I love Russ. He's one of the greatest inspirations, and he has been life-changing to me. 
All right. And when I say that, I want you to listen to these words. So you, you, some people don't understand what it's like to, uh, and I'm not talking about false idols or anything like that or idolatry. Like I don't idolize him. I just look up to him. There's a difference. We're meant to have people in our lives that are inspiring. I mean, Jesus is one in my life and I love Paul. His writing is phenomenal. The book of John has been life-changing as well. And I love Russ. All right. I love Russ. I love other people in my life too. All right. So that's okay. I feel like I know Russ, even though I don't know Russ. I read his book. I know his mind. I know I know how he thinks. I've studied him. And he's one of the greatest inspirations. And he has been life-changing to me. I want to share what those things are, right? I was a waiter. I mean, I was a pretty dope waiter. Like, I, I banked, especially at Bar Taco in Tampa. I made like a rack a week, working four days. Like, let's get it. Four days, one night, to be exact. All right? Your boy was out here making a rack, all right? Making sure my family could stay home with the kids making a rack, being a waiter, come on, at a bar taco, at a taco spot that has $2.50 tacos. All right, sorry, uh, that wasn't very humble, but either is Russ, so that's the point. All right, I was a waiter, and this dude told me that I could be a comedian. I was an open mic comedian, and this dude told me I could start my own shows. I was a professional comedian living the dream, and this dude showed me I could do bigger and better things. I was living check to check, and he showed me that there are bags to be fulfilled when you continue doing your passion and when you're delusional in your pursuit. My passion is writing, and it's gotten me behind the wheel of an RV going to over 10 states in four months, going to mountains, national parks, and state parks. It's got me behind the keys in my very first office space, and he showed me that there's levels to this life we are living. And he's allowed me to believe in myself long enough to sustain me until I found Jesus to believe in. So don't write off the people that you've looked up to before you found Christ. All right. That's not what it means when it says false idolatry. All right. Or idolatry, whatever you want to call it. We're all supposed to have somebody that we look up to, you know, and even though Jesus or even though Russ ain't like rocking with Jesus publicly, he be talking about God. He knows the spirit, you know, there, and there's nothing that God won't use. You know, if it's not, if it's, um, if it's of good, it's from God, you know, and Russ has been good to me in my life, you know, and I'm not, I'm not going to shy away from that. You know, and Drake had a season two in my life where he was very impactful with his music, but Russ is like, he wrote a book, you know what I mean? Like Russ is, is intellectually there. He writes, engineers, mixes, masters, produce, raps, sings all his own songs. He don't need you. He'll do it himself. He don't need a label. He'll do it himself. I don't know. I like that. He preaches ownership and prosperity. I'm all about that. I own I like birds. Come on. It ain't that prosperous yet, but it will be. (laughs) So, yeah, man, this dude is next level in my life, and I get to see him for the second time in three years, baby. Let's go. And the first time I went was with my wife, which was the same night Malachi was conceived. Ayo! Oh! Speaking of Ayo, uh, I'm going with my awesome brother and my sister-in-law, Nathaniel and Abigail, and we're about to have a blast together and really bond over this concert. And it's cool, man, to have some family that you could ride out with. You know what I mean? So I'm really enjoying my family life in Texas. So God's been good to me with that. And uh, we got to... Gonna be honest with you guys, we got a fly hotel right next to the venue. 
we don't have to take no cars, no Ubers. We just get out the hotel and walk to the venue. What? And let's just say the Lord been good to us. All right. So in our room, in the back, um, our back, like our window view is like a minor league baseball team where we get to see the whole stadium. The Lord been good to us. Ho, ho, ho. I need some vocal lessons if anybody got me out there. So, yeah, your boy spent a little pretty penny on this trip. Psych! I had credit card points, baby, <laughs> because I maximized my debt and I let my debt work for me, not the other way around. Finance videos coming soon. I don't know. Maybe. We busy. Yo, y'all better clip this up and start sending it around. I'm serious. I'm tired of doing the only, only one being doing the videos. All right? Y'all need, y'all need to clip it up. Make me go viral. Who got who got the marketing degrees that can make me go viral? <laughs> all right, let's get back to the Lord and my brother Armani. All right, Armani's life and his young death. You know, it sounds such a bad word, death. But nah, man, his death like reminded me of the cross, man. It just brought people closer to the Lord. And if you don't if you don't see that, I encourage you to see it because it's right in front of you. Those who when I say brought people close to the Lord, I mean those who knew the Lord and those who didn't. People got saved through Armani's death. How wild is that? Is your death going to have that kind of impact? Is your life legacy going to be like that? And we have the spirit of Jesus just roaming around him every time I think about him or talk about him. And he touched us all in a way that we haven't been touched by many. Armani was a life changer. And he always made you feel good when you were around him. Armani never made you feel like a bad person or a scumbag, no matter what decisions you made. Even when he was dead, tired, hungover, or exhausted from life, he never once treated you with the same energy that he was feeling. He may have spoken less in those seasons, but he, was never made, he never made me question his love or his loyalty or his just support. He never judged me for just the decisions I made or he always kind of kept me in check, but he never really, you know, got, he never got judgy. You know, so many people would never hang out with a 19 year old dude, 20 year old dude with a, with a child, 21 year old dude with a child who, Hey, you want to move in together? Yeah, bro. But I got to bring my son. Who would do that guys? A good person. And love, love my son, man. Love Noah, played with him, played the Wii with him, played on the trampoline with him, dunked it on him a few times, <laughs> played baseball outside on multiple occasions, played football together. We were like, it was such a good 18 months of life, and that's how long it's been since I've known Jesus, and it's just crazy that that's how long. So yeah, man, Armani was the most genuine guy I ever knew, and he came from a family that was pretty beautiful too. I'm a poet and I know it. <laughs> and it hurts me that I can't see him again in this life, but it brings me great joy. It brings me great joy to be 100% certain that I'm going to see him in the next one. And that's what loving the Lord Jesus Christ is all about. 
Jesus isn't just for the fruit and the blessings. Jesus is for everything that is good in life, including the perspective that you see on something that may feel like a storm, feel like a tragedy, and feel like a disaster, and just the feeling of of death be looming over your life. But once you've opened your eyes on Christ and like what he did on that cross and what he taught us with his words and with his life and with his ultimate sacrifice, mercy, and grace, you will understand, understand what this life is all about. Jesus is the bread of life, and we are so consumed by him on this show, and I am so grateful that my ministry is where it's at right now, and I want it to grow, and it needs to grow, and it's in the process of growing. Help me be the seed. Help me have it grow. Put it in there. Put the seed in the dirt, all right? And here's something that is incredible news I want to share with you guys. I, like birds, will be moving from this office, which I love so much, into a quiet new office that will be located at a church and i mean new for me it's not like a new building all right don't think we're out here balling like that all right into a church office in the next coming months at the same price that i pay for this one and all i have to do extra is just love the building and love god love god first but love the building so if you see something leaking hey let us know So we're going to be taking this ministry to the next level. We have two rooms, not just one office. We have two rooms so I can put my merch in there, baby, and we can start moving some merch, you know? And who else? Who knows what else we could put in there? Another desk, another studio, another another something. And we got a lobby. So if you want to come through and be on the pod, you can wait in the lobby. (laughs) Come on, baby. But yeah, man, I'm super pumped. Shout out to Judah. The dude has been super good to me in uh, this journey that I'm on right now. And he's been a, a, a man that is opening doors, and he's about to leave this door and go to a new door. But we're going to stay in touch, and he's going to be a, a big part of my life going forward. I can already feel it. He's a good dude, and I, I know God's going to use him, uh, especially his hands, feet, and voice in the near future. He's a worship singer on uh, Saints and Strings. Give him a listen on Spotify. I put the link in the last episode if you want to go check that out in the episode notes. Saints and Strings, good stuff. All right, and uh, they have a Facebook page. And they do like a weekly Wednesday night broadcast. If you ever just want to tune in on a Wednesday night, that would be awesome. So yeah, man, God is opening doors and I am walking through them. Here's another one. The very next day I found out about the office space being upgraded. And we're going to aim for November, but it may happen in December. I'm thinking November. Uh, I have a huge opportunity coming up. I have uh, lunch on Friday to discuss it further with my friend Turner, who's actually the youth pastor at Calvary. And uh, so, yeah, the opportunity is going to maybe, 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 I hope, it, I hope it comes through. It's something I'm really excited about. It's going to be uh, me being involved uh, in high school sports as maybe a character coach and trying to lead people to the Lord uh, by being in the locker rooms and just being uh, of service to the team, right? And I think it's going to be perfect for me and my family. I've always wanted to be a coach, and Jesus knows that, and my family knows that. So it's just going to be so cool to be a part of that and actually, you know, man, the Lord is good. He knows your heart and he'll answer your prayers. I didn't even seek that door, guys. The door was just open. Turner like recommended it to me. Like fr- he shouted from the track to the bleachers and was like, hey, man, you should do what I do, you know, and said something like that. And just what? You know, it's just so cool, man. I'm, I'm out here and I'm just I'm so blessed and I'm so grateful to everything that's happening. Uh, and uh, dude, my writing work. Oh, my writing work is picking up and staying steady. It's in a place that I could never imagine a few months ago. And my family life is uh, 
my family's enjoying life and they're growing and uh, we're just making moves right now for the next season and my relationship with Christ is strengthening and I'm leading others to the Lord in real life. Shout out my boy Jimmy. My boy Jimmy over here been holding out on the show for 95 episodes, but hey, buddy want to tune in now and I love it. And that's what that's what the show's all about. It's not about you listening the first time I ever release it. It's about finding it when you need to find Christ and when you want to grow in your own relationship with Christ and you want to seek God because he's always here. He's always here and he's always ready for you. All right. And the one of the miracles of Jesus, the woman went out and she touched Jesus and hoped for a miracle just by touching him. She was had faith that he would heal her just by touching him. We need to touch the Lord and he will heal our lives and our hearts and our anxiety and everything that we're struggling with. Right. So lead people to, to the Lord in real life and not just on the Internet, but use the Internet as a tool to, to, to lead them in real life. All right. So we need to start using our voices and we need to be multipliers of the gospel, right? And real people that I love and people that I know are coming to Christ because of my pursuit. I am letting my life and my transformation and my story be the testimony. And we can all do that. Armani's death did that for people. Your life can do that just by your experiences with Armani and, and just how you came to God and we're working through the, through uh, through his death with God, all right? So that everybody has a purpose that God has us on, and God uses everything that the enemy meant for evil, and he uses it for good. He's been doing that since the book of Genesis, all right? And he's been doing that forever, and he will continue doing that if we believe that that is his, his sovereignty and his will for our lives and the people's lives around us whom we love and who we pray for. I've been praying for Jimmy, not as much as I should, but I've been praying for Jimmy in the beginning of this show being started. And, you know, I was just talking to God about Jimmy. And that's and that's the thing. We we get it confused sometimes with what praying really is. It's really just like God is like in us, spirit, conscience, thinking about him. You know, a lot of times our prayer is just like, what are what does our hearts feel about this guy? How can we lead him to the Lord? How can we just keep being a light? How can we be encouraging? How can we how can we just be the light? You know? And I don't always get it right, but I try. And it's just been so revealing and rewarding inside my heart and my mind and my soul to see other people coming to the Lord, especially my best friends. Jimmy was the best friend in a lot of seasons of my life. My friend Mikey, my best friend Mikey came to the Lord. My best friend Olivier, my best friend Armani. Like the list goes on and on and on. And I'm floating through life and every season is like another episode. And I am blessed to have the show and the small audience of birds who do everything in their power to have others listen to it. You are faithful and you always find a way back to birds, which means you always find a way back to Jesus. Every new episode helps you stay focused on making time for Jesus. And it's a way to bring you out of the world when you are driving around in the world. So tune into this podcast when you are driving to and from work, to and from the grocery store, to and from a workout, whatever the heck you are doing in your life, make time for this show because you're making time for Jesus, right? And of course, I'm going to tell you to listen to the show. I believe in it. I've seen the power of the show. All right. Yeah. Does it make me feel good when I see people listening to it and sharing it and spreading it? Absolutely. So it works both ways. I help you. You help me. We're on a journey together. We're growing in our faith. This is a walk with Christ. It's a testimony of our walk with Christ. And I ask you that people that are here for Armani come back to Jesus. That's what his episode was when he was on this show with him and Kelly. It was called Come Back to Jesus. That's all he wants you to do in your life is to come to him because Armani was coming to him more and more as his life progressed. And he even brought his Bible with him 
on vacation and read it a few days, maybe the day before he passed away. And he passed away smiling, laughing, having a good time on the open water with his beautiful fiance. And you're telling me you can't come back to Jesus? Come on, baby. Every new episode helps you stay focused on making time for Jesus. So I ask everyone that clicked on this for Armani to stay around and make I Like Birds a part of your weekly life. Thank you for listening, and we will continue to keep Armani's name alive while bringing you closer to Jesus. He is an angel of this show, and I love him, and I miss him. Go Rays, go Bucks, go Bolts. Much love.